It is Sports Kita Wrestling's top story today. Seth Rollins reacts to the new WWE signee Olympic gold medalist Gable Steveson. He's calling him the best wrestler in the world, joining the best company in the world. We're going to talk about it. Plus, AEW Dynamite beats WWE Raw in the key 18 to 49 demographic. And we got some news on Adam Cole's supposed uh, position we was going to do if he stayed in WWE. We're going to talk all about this and more on today's top story. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Baby. What's up, what up, everyone? How you guys doing? It is today's Sports Keto Wrestling Stop Story. I'm Jose G. Next to me is Jeremy Bennett. Guys, today we got tons to talk about, a lot of news stories. But the big one today... Gable Stevenson, Olympic gold medalist, making his mark not only around the world, but today making his mark in the WWE, signing a contract with the company. Uh, this this news was actually broken earlier today by ESPN. What, what can you tell us about this story, Jeremy? Everybody's talking about this right now. Yeah, uh, it says that uh, Stevenson will join the WWE while defending his NCAA title for the University of Minnesota. Of course, he won the national championship uh, with uh, them in 2021. So it's going to be kind of interesting that he is under contract for WWE, but uh, still going to wrestle for Minnesota. Uh, prefer, uh, you know, obviously it's going to take some time under the uh under the performance center for him to kind of get going as a professional wrestler at the same time you know it, it and it's kind of interesting how um minnesota's okay with it but with the whole nil deals it enables collegiate athletes to be able to uh you know make money and so this is a a, a kind of a way uh that uh, enables him to do both at the same time uh, he had also put on uh, Twitter after this was announced, childhood dream accomplished. I've officially signed with WWE. Thank you for the opportunity. Let's work. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I think the, the NIL is a big thing here that uh, uh, is coming to play with uh, him being able to be a collegiate wrestler still and then train at the Performance Center. Yeah, and the interesting thing too is that not only he's going to be able to do that, uh, but I think that he's also going to be having some training sessions while he's over there in college, while he graduates. And after he's done, then he's going to come down over here to Orlando. So the guy's got it in, and rightfully so. The guy's an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, but what's interesting about this, too, is one of WWE's top guys, Seth Rollins, he reacted to this story. And it was funny enough because he went out. And you know how everybody, when they sign with WWE, is like, oh, this guy is all elite. Well, in this case, he said, you know, Gable is WWE. He says, quote, in his tweet, best wrestler in the world coming to the best wrestling company in the world. Love to see it. Gable Stevenson is WWE. It's no doubt that uh, Seth Rollins is a company guy. He does not shy away from that on Twitter. So, uh, but pretty cool for him to uh, uh, give Gable his props. Obviously, uh, he had a big moment at WrestleMania as well. So he's probably already kind of built a rapport with some of the guys backstage, uh, fully expecting to, uh, to, to join WWE eventually. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, Nick Khan even said it, uh, uh, talking with ESPN today, he said, we saw, we all saw his physical ability prior to, and at the Olympics, 
And uh, what we also saw was that Gable has as much charisma as he does ability. Marketability and ability are both of great importance to us. This is just the starting line and nowhere close to the finish line. So our investment is based on how much we think Gable now and how much bigger we think he can become. And I think, I mean, just by the looks of this guy, I'm just going to put up that, that thumbnail again. Look yeah. The guy, is, the guy is jacked. The guy is, has the look. I think this, uh, I think Gable can do very, very well in the future. Uh, he does have marketability. And it also helps that he's really good friends with Brock Lesnar, right? Exactly. That doesn't hurt at all. And uh, we got uh, we got Matthew uh, down here on the uh, on the comments. What do you think the first storyline would be for Gable Stevenson? Uh, I mean, the obvious thing is to either pit him up against or join uh, Otis and Gable. But at the same time, you don't know how long it's going to take to for him to uh, progress. Yeah, yeah, to progress to the performance years. center. Yeah, it so take two to three years. It, it, it just depends how quick he picks it up. I mean, look how quick uh, Kurt Angle picked up the business and he became one of the best of all time and collected accolades at a rapid pace in his first year in the WWE. So maybe it, maybe the expectation is sooner rather than later, but you never know uh, until you get the guys into the performance center and get them training. Uh, you know, there's obvious storyline ties there, but hell, bring Kurt Angle back in and make him a manager. You got a gold medalist managing a gold medalist that's money right there i think that i think that works great uh another quote we got a question here from victor nash watching us on facebook saying so i guess wwe is going to sign the female gold wrestler too funny enough my <laughs> my wife was just asking me about that because yeah they both were featured in SummerSlam, and there were oh, SummerSlam, yeah. Talk, there were several talks about her i completely forgot her name but yeah. she had an amazing gold medalist match um in the olympics and a lot of people were talking about her possibly signing with WWE. Um, I don't know if Tamara Mensa, Tamara Mensa stock. Yeah, Tamara Mensa stock. That's right, Tamara Mensa. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to sign her, but I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing her either. You know, she's like legit. Like yeah. she would be the first female black female Olympic gold medalist to be in the WWE. That yeah. is just a, astonishing in its own. Yeah, I said WrestleMania because this was supposed to be that this is basically was their WrestleMania this year. So that's why it felt like a WrestleMania. Uh, they brought them in for a good reason. Uh, so I, I think they, they're they're They probably got eyes on her, too. Uh, we just don't know yet. Obviously, Gable, uh, you know, there's been so much talk about him, not just amongst uh, the pundits, but with just wrestlers in general overall ever since he appeared at SummerSlam. So it was almost an inevitability there. We don't know if uh, if she wants to go that route. So, uh, you know, time will tell. Uh, Victor Nash, again, he's, he said he'd, he'd like to see the Hurt Business restarted with him, Lashley, and Keith. Oh, Lee. I mean, hell yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's let's, a powerhouse. Uh, let's throw in, uh, throw in Ricochet, too, while we're at it, you know. Right. <laughs> Guys, if you're just tuning in, make sure you are hitting the subscribe button on our YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, smash that notification bell so you never, ever miss when we drop new video content, live video breaking news. That way you're always up to date. If you're watching us on Facebook, make sure you share tonight's uh, live stream in your favorite wrestling group. Tag your friends in the comment section so they can join in on the conversation. Our lead story today, Gable Stevenson signs with WWE. Uh, big news uh, for the young upstart gold medalist. Uh, did, had a hell of a performance in Tokyo. Let's see what happens in the future uh, with Gable Stevenson. But let's jump into our second story. 
which came out just a few hours ago. And this has to do with the ratings between AEW and WWE's Monday Night Raw. Now, they don't go head-to-head uh, on the same nights. One's on Monday, one's on Wednesdays. But it's uh, it's it should be noted that this week, because of All Out, because of everything that went down this weekend, AEW beat Monday Night Raw in the key demographic of 18 to 49-year-olds. Uh, Jeremy, what are the details on, on these numbers here? Uh, digging up some more numbers here because uh, we didn't get everything here from Raw. So I was kind of pulling up Raw real quick. But Dynamite, just in general, we'll start with Dynamite. Uh, big night, obviously, following the debuts of Adam Cole and, and uh, Brian Danielson. The uh, in-ring debut of CM Punk with AEW. Obviously, that peaked viewership as uh, 1.319 million viewers turned in for uh, for the second highest uh, dynamite in history of course the very first dynamite i believe is the number one in that uh but the key thing is the demographic which is, of course is what the the money maker is for these networks and in the demographic the very first time dynamite has beat raw in the 18 to 49 demo uh they uh pulled in a uh, 681,000 viewers in that 18 to 49 demo which comes in as a 0.53 rating raw pulled in 678,000 in the demo so just 3,000 less but still nonetheless uh, a monumental victory for dynamite uh raw's number figures out to a 0.52 in the demo so they just barely edged them out but i mean we're talking about the flagship program of the wwe that's been around for 30 years uh and this and this company being around only for a couple years now it's a monumental thing that they've already been able to uh, do something like this albeit can they continue that momentum who knows i mean it was a tremendous dynamite last night from top to bottom the two hours just flew by fast but uh it's going to be interesting to see if they can continue that momentum i i would almost bet hard money that that number is going to go down next week but you never know yeah and i also think also because monday was labor day it was a holiday we had college football on football's back on on, on tv so i think that might have hurt a little bit in they the didn't, rating they didn't go down that much though uh, raleigh dropped okay. 50 Dra- raleigh dropped fifty thousand viewers from last week now the key out yeah, the key thing you just mentioned football monday night football comes back this monday uh so that's going to be another uh, uh, another anchor to weigh down monday night raw and uh, possibly yeah maybe dynamite beats them for a second straight week if um you know if they can continue this momentum like i said it was a tremendous show so uh, it'll be interesting to see if they captivate that audience yeah, Tim Hardy uh, here on Facebook's uh, watch and saying good rating for AEW, but it will will it keep in that in a month or two? That's the real test. So if they can hold on to those numbers, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully they don't have to uh, keep digging into the into their back pocket and bringing new people every single we, week in order to get these numbers. You know, yeah. If we look at big picture, uh, seven of the last nine weeks have been over a million for Dynamite. The two weeks that weren't over a million, they were off by about twenty five thousand. So they have been pushing that million mark ever since uh middle of july gotcha man well we just got to keep uh keep an eye on these numbers you know uh especially we they just came out of one of the most historic weeks in professional wrestling that is to their advantage and they capitalized on it we saw it uh not only trending on social media over the weekend but it's notable in the key demographic ratings so we're just gonna have to keep an eye on it now that uh AEW is truly up there. It's red, yeah. it's white hot right now. It's real yeah. white hot. 
Yeah, and and more <laughs> more surprises yet to come. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens clearly, uh, unless uh, you know, uh, unless him and the young bucks about that now. Yeah, unless unless him and the young bucks are teasing us, uh, they're basically letting you know that he's coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially uh, since the news broke out, uh, I think a few days ago, that a lot of officials backstage are uh, aren't very happy with the whole contract situation, especially the, a lot of them feel like they kind of just fell asleep at the wheel with all these contracts oh, uh, with the whole Adam Cole situation with the Malachi black uh, situation. Uh, now a lot of these contracts have been renegotiated due to COVID and uh, Kevin Owens was originally supposed to leave the company in 2023, but now mm. that contract's been backed up to January, 2022. So, you know, that tease that he put on for five minutes and took it off five minutes later, uh, yeah. the coordinates of Mount Rushmore is, uh, <laughs> is very, very telling. And now, and now his location is almost there. It says almost there. You know, where you have your location is your city and state. Usually, it says almost there. Oh, what does the young buck say? It says there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're yeah, basically almost. telling you yeah. it's coming. So I saw in the comments there. A dynamite should go to three hours. Never going to happen. Tony Khan has been adamant against it and uh, does not. Uh, that'll never happen. Rampage will go to two hours before dynamite goes to three. Guys, uh, a lot of stuff going on here in the world of wrestling, man. But uh, make sure you guys are hitting that subscribe button, liking, and engaging with the show. Sound off in the comments. Let us know uh, what you guys think of these stories. We do have one more interesting story here before we close out uh, the top story for today. And that has to do with Adam Cole. Uh, earlier today, uh, the good old Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer uh, told us that the original plan for Adam Cole was to be a manager for Keith Lee, almost like in the uh. capacity that uh, Leo Rush was with Bobby Lashley. Uh, what what was your take on this when you first heard about the news? And what are some more details that you can tell us about this? If this is true, I am totally not surprised that Adam Cole decided to leave. <laughs> if that is yeah. what they had for him on the main roster, uh, let's just compare. Uh, a, Leo Rush was awesome uh, on the mic, but how many times did you see him in the ring? Uh, and then he was gone, uh, you know, so this just said to me, they weren't really, uh, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen, uh, what the storylines were going to go and, and how this was going to turn out. But if this was, if this was a similar type of situation, the writing was pretty much on the roll, the wall that there was really nothing strong behind the push for Adam Cole on the main roster. And I was afraid of that from the get go, uh, if he would ever leave NXT. So, uh, you, you know, I, I, I think this idea is ridiculous. I, I, you know, I almost liken it to maybe, you know, if WWE was just trying to prevent him from wrestling, kind of like what they did, uh, according to Kurt Angle, what they did with Taz back in the day, uh, mm -hmm. and put him behind the, the broadcasting booth. And they, I mean, they did that with Macho Man too, back in the nineties. Uh, so, uh, you know, this just uh, this just reeks and uh, it, it, it really does not a good idea. And no one if this is true, uh, no wonder he left because uh, uh, who knows if he would have been even wrestling because Leo Rush didn't in this situation either. Yeah. And, and again, you know, sometimes what happens here when when these type of uh, news articles come out, um, I've known in the past that, you know, the company will feed some BS stories today, Dave Meltzer, and he's completely wrong on some of these stories, you know? <laughs> That's um, happened. <laughs> so so it, it could very well be a bogus story. Who knows? But the fact of the matter that Vince McMahon would want to have Adam Cole as a manager for a big guy 
it doesn't surprise me because it's something he would do, you know? And that is just the biggest misuse of talent if Adam Cole would have stayed. That would have been the biggest misuse of his talent, of what he can really do in a ring, not only as a performer, but as a talker, doing promos, just doing anything. He would have been completely misused. He probably would have killed it on the mic every single week, uh, you know, hyping up Keith Lee. But Keith Lee doesn't need a hype, man. No. Keith Lee does very well for himself. Keith Lee can perform in the ring and talk on the mic. Just give him that opportunity. That's all you got to do. Yeah, there were, uh, you know, there, there's so many other things you could do with Adam Cole. I mean, basically, I've said it on here before. You know, he's basically this generation Shawn Michaels and should have been treated as such on the main roster. And it almost felt like that it was going to be that way. Um, you know, the, for the longest time, I was, uh, you know, totally against him going to the main roster. But then we got all these things coming up with Vince McMahon meeting with him, Vince McMahon wanting to keep him. It made me feel like that there was going to be a push, maybe an AJ Styles like push, because, you know, AJ Styles can sell the merch. He's a smaller guy, but he can sell the merch and he can drive, uh, you know, drive money for the WWE. Adam Cole could do exactly that. So I started feeling a little better if he was going to stay. But then you see stuff like this and it's like, well, God, glad he went to AEW because. Uh, a, it's going to be fun seeing him on BTE again. If you, I mean, if you if you uh, uh, haven't seen the early episodes of BTE, Adam Cole on there is there's some good stuff in those first fifty episodes. So uh, you know it's going to be fun him having him on BTE again. I mean that match with Kazarian's going to be that's going to be a killer match because Kazarian's really reinvented himself since the decimation of SCU. So uh, uh, you know, and I I think still though the driving force for Cole going was I think the Twitch channel. I think that was almost the driving force for him leaving. Uh, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with that. I think, I think it was just a culmination of a lot of different things. You know, I think the Twitch was probably one of the primary things now that yeah. he's starting to make some money off of that. And, you know, to have that whole third party situation in WWE, I can totally understand how, you know, you go from building a brand and building a channel and building a community uh, that takes a lot of time, man. I, yeah. I know from I know from previous experience, uh, from my previous show, it takes a lot of time to build an audience. And for him to give that up, if he stayed in WWE, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking. So I understand what he's doing. Plus, you also got his best friends, one of some of his best friends in AEW. Yeah. Uh, so I think the choice is right. The fans are happy. Adam Cole looks happy. So. Thank God we don't have to see Adam Cole manage Keith Lee. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, man. If you ever watched Ring of Honor and uh, and 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 some early uh, pro wrestling guerrilla with Mount Rushmore, I mean, get excited for adding Kevin Steen to the mix too because mm-hmm. it's just going to get even crazier because uh, Steen is either going to become a baby face or he's going to create a, a maybe a, a heel faction with e- maybe like he had with Evil. You know, there's so many better possibilities to do with Kevin Owens than having him as a talk show host. So, you know, absolutely. You know, the, I mean, and, this you is, know. there's only so many KO shows you can do, you know, and yeah. now that you had to mix in with Logan Paul, it just makes it so much worse. Yeah. At least they're making him a heel now instead of making us try to cheer him because that didn't yeah. work. <laughs> For real. Let's jump into some of these comments here. Uh, Jeremy, before we yeah. head out, uh, Philip, the shield is saying the worst idea ever backs up that talk that Vince isn't keen on smaller guys. Right. Yeah. Right. It kind of does back it up. And that's why, uh, you know, NXT is getting retooled. Uh, Let's see here. 
William Long's asking, CM Punk versus Starks. What do you think? Oh, hell yeah. I've been asking for that ever since Punk signed. Uh, that, that was one of my dream matches to see. And so it's going to be good to see that that's going to become a reality pretty soon. Um, and he, he even called both him and Hobbs out. And I want to even, man, you know, how about, how about, how about a debut of hook against punk, man? How about that for a first <laughs> match for hook? Um, I don't know how close hook is, but I, I think we're getting close to hook getting in the, uh, getting in the mix. He's, I think he's getting pretty close to getting ready. So if I have to nitpick one little thing about last night when it comes mm -hmm. to Punk and and Ricky Starks, right? Yeah, I think the whole way how it was whole uh, how it was set up was sloppy, just from Taz interrupting and yeah, he was like, you better not put their names in your mouth. Like, okay, like we know this is gonna this is gonna come up at, at some point. Now that's the negative. The positive: Ricky Starks versus CM Punk. Ooh. That is huge. I love me some absolute Ricky Starks, and I think the chemistry that those two can do in the ring will be just something you've never seen before. It's crazy how when NWA Power really started taking off and some of the guys that were on that roster and where they're at now, Ricky Starks, Thunder oh, Rosa. God. That's how I got on Ricky Starks. That's how I got on me Thunder too. Rosa. Me too. NWA me too. Power. Yep. yep. Especially with that awesome 80s intro in season one. Man, yeah power was awesome and then COVID had to screw it all up and and yeah they still uh uh empower was much better than nwa 73 they still have a lot of work to do uh and uh and get gold off of tyrus he's terrible oh my god <laughs> but uh you know there were some positives i enjoyed the trevor murdoch uh nick aldis match um not, I know a lot of people don't see Trevor Murdoch as a world champion, but he's perfect for the NWA. And uh, but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done with that with that company. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, I think uh, has a lot of potential. Uh, I think since Billy Corgan took over uh, NWA, it's seen a better light of day. I just think that you yeah. Know, like well, they everyone. just got decimated because they were they couldn't do shows, and then all their exactly. best talent went all their best talent went elsewhere. I mean, now you, you got Ziggy Dice is now on him. They got yeah, to get yeah. paid. Ziggy Dice is now at Impact. Um, I kind of, I, I kind of started liking him when he was on there, and um, uh, you know, I, I, there's others that are, you know, you know, but so it, it's going to be, uh, it's probably going to be a, a, a little more of a longer period to build things back up and, and try to build some new stars. But they did a great job before, so I don't see how they couldn't do it again. Completely agree, a hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, that is it for today's top story. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us here for uh, for a little, just a little over 20 minutes. Just remember, tonight we have the Inside Cradle dropping at 8 p.m. on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel and Facebook page. So make sure you watch that. Rick Cuccino and SP3 go on everything from All Outs, everything that went down in the week, and all the, the latest news. So make sure you check out the Inside Cradle tonight at 8 p.m., here on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel and Facebook page. Also, make sure you are subscribing to the channel. Hit that subscribe button so that way you never, ever miss when we drop new content. Same thing on Facebook. Give us that follow. Set your, your defaults to see first. And also, share tonight's show. Put it in your favorite wrestling group. Tag your friends in the comment section. Join the conversation. Let them know that you're talking to the best wrestling media brand on, on the internet. Sports Keto Wrestling. It's us. All right, guys? So make sure you do that. Thank you so much. Well, we'll see you tomorrow on Freestyle Friday. Yeah. Um, 
Unfortunately, Kevin won't be joining us. Kevin is uh, under the weather. He will be out for a few days. So uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, but tomorrow, Jeremy and myself will be on the show. So that's it. All right. So as always, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, guys. The most important thing, which is what, Jeremy? That means you got to enjoy that wrestling. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you.